have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight from the Chest. My name is Justin Groth. Thank you for tuning in with me. I appreciate you all. Man, there's a lot to talk about. There's so much that I want to divulge that it's hard to actually pick a solid topic to to really just speak on. So let's start with this. This is something that I think that most people forget, if not almost all people, I would venture to say. One of my biggest pet peeves, and it's not even really a pet peeve, but most of most of this irritation comes from the <laughs> the otherwise you know, unpopular stance that I, that I hold in that I'm a, I'm a fair about a fair amount of a realist. And I don't particularly like that side of myself because it can be associated with sometimes negativity. But the reality is that there is negativity in the world and there's a lot of it. And I choose to not screen it or shield myself from it, but to receive it and dismantle it and, and distribute it or not rather distribute, but ingest what I, what I feel is applicable to my life. Because even if you think that, you know, all, if you say that all negativity is bad and you're right, but we can learn from the negativity as well as as we can from the positive. And most of the times we can learn more from the negativity because we can learn what not to do. But I'm getting off track here. But a lot of the time when people, and this is the thing that irritates me a lot, not with people, but with the, the actual question itself. They ask me, and this is what you probably ask a lot of people yourself. Is your day going good or how's your day? And the obvious answer is to say yes or my day's good, yeah. And the truth of the matter is every day is really just a day. And every day is good if nothing horrific happens to which we all understand that anything horrific can happen at Anytime. So the fact that you haven't gotten or received any emergency phone calls that one of your loved ones is in the hospital or you don't break your leg or your arm or you don't have any complications with your with one of your loved animals. I mean, that's a good fucking day. And we forget that. Because we just 
assume that none of those things could happen or should happen. And we are subject to those things happening every day. We are not exempt from them happening. We are not exempt from us waking up in the middle of the night from a phone call from somebody that we never see on our screen at that hour. And I think for most parents, it's the dreaded phone call, three, two, three in the morning of an unknown number calling your phone when your son or daughter is out and you hope, you pray that that phone call is not the authorities. And you ho- and when you when you do answer the call and it's a wrong number, <laughs> you just feel so relieved. And on the other end, if you answer that call and the first line from the other person on the receiving end is, am I speaking with Mrs. So-and-so? This is deputy blah, 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 blah from the blah, 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 blah precinct. And we have your blah, blah, blah. And you just, your heart is dropping every word that they say. I would imagine I've never been in that circumstance and I pray that I'm not and I pray that you're not. But what I'm saying is if that doesn't happen, every night, every day is a good day. I hope that you can be grateful for that because I am and I'm not saying this because I read it on some fucking meme or I saw some fucking influencer talk about it. This is literally what I think every day and I haven't thought this way every day for every day of my life, but the more the more older I get and the more understanding I am of possible horrific incidents happening, the more grateful I am that they don't happen on that particular day. So that's kind of what irritates me about the question. Other than the fact that it's just so surface level bullshit and you're already expecting the answer to be good. Oh, it's good. It's fine. And I'm I'm obviously guilty of this like I don't I don't divulge with the cashier at the grocery store about how really my day is going to how actually grateful I am that I didn't get any emergency phone call the night prior and all my friends and family are fine and we're all healthy and we're living and the fact that none of us have had heart attacks or seizures or strokes how grateful I am for that. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell them that I'm going to express that because that's just way too overboard and we live in a society now that the latter is more accepted. I'm fine. It's good. It's good. It's not good. Most of the time, it's just neutral. But that by extension is fucking, is grace. It's grace. And I'm just so thankful that even amidst all the ambiguity and the situations that are happening with our planet and the government and this situation, we all know what that word is. I'm just so grateful that 
we can reflect on the day-to-day wins. I don't know about you and I can't speak for you. I don't know who you are listening. But I am by far more grateful that I still have my parents, my dog, my family in general. And I haven't hurt myself lifting weights. Like blanket as blanket can get. That's what I'm grateful for. The bare minimum, but the bare minimum is so valuable to me. And it should be so valuable to you as well. We forget the bare minimum. The bare minimum is what actually keeps us living and joyful, even though we don't know it. You add in to your life a death, a spontaneous death. You're a completely different person. One who you don't even probably know or would recognize. So these things are imperative to our person, our character, our day-to-day persona. So that's one thing I wanted to talk about. One more thing. I just need, like you, I think, to practice more and to not question and to not listen, but to just practice and to just do and to stay in my own lane. And when I say don't listen, I don't mean listening as a means of deflecting or rather not listening to people because they don't add any value. I mean not listening to what you yourself are contending with from the outside. Because a lot of times, if you have a, if you're sending things out to the public or if you're, if you're, let's say you're an Instagram persona or a YouTube person, celebrity, etc. You have your own set of beliefs. You have your own set of your ways of doing things and you just want to dispense and you do not want to listen to what people are saying because everybody will have their own opinion and most if not all of them if they're of critique would be valid to you and what I mean by that is of course if they say something that's of 
of a different of opinion of a difference of opinion, they're entitled to that. And everybody will think a little differently than you do to some degree. I mean, they may align with you on on certain topics or whatever and may not on others. And that doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because we're all cut a little differently. That's what makes us so unique and so great and we should dispense with that. But when we allow people in and we allow people to navigate our direction, that's when we can lose ourselves and that can happen if we listen too much to what other people are saying based on what we divulge with or what we dispense with or what we express. Who cares? I don't really care what you think. And it doesn't mean that I'm closed off. It's just what I'm saying is just what I'm saying is just my own illustration. It's my own convey. It's a rhetorical set of questions. It's a rhetorical dispensary, so to speak. I don't need you saying things back at it. It's like you either take it or you leave it. Take it or leave it. If I asked your opinion, then give it. If I want your opinion, I'll ask it. But if what I'm giving, you can't see any value in, don't take it. But if you can, then take it. It's free. There's a bigger quest in my future and there's a bigger quest in yours. And if you allow people, and I don't care who they are, if you allow people to tell you that's not good, you should have done this, you should have been this way. You should have said this. You should have got a nine to five instead of starting your own business. You should want security. You should not be a risk taker. Our family is not bred with risk takers. They're bred with nine to fivers, people that lock in their 401k and have job security. But you cannot identify with that because that is not what is inside of you. You should not take their advice. You should not listen to them. They are keeping you from being what God created you to be. And they, just because they can't see it, I've said this a million and one million million and one times. I hate saying it, but I'll say it again. They can't see what God put in you, nor should they. It's not in them. They're blind to it. They'll forever be blind to it. They don't need to understand you. They don't need to commence with you. They don't need to. Let them say their own thing, but here's the thing. Here's the key. Do not listen. Do not listen. There's a lot of people that I'd rather them not listen to my message, for example. A lot. I know I put it out to the public, but there are a lot of people 
that I would rather them not listen because I can already gather where they stand and I can already assume they're not going to be the right person for me or in terms of what I dispense with, they're not going to be my audience and that's okay. I don't care. I just want to continue with what I feel I need to continue with and this is the beginning of the quest. This is the beginning and you're in that same pool. It's the beginning of your quest but you can be easily disrupted and easily tainted if you allow others to dictate your directive, what your process is. They don't understand it. They don't understand the recipe. They don't understand the ingredients. They've never heard of them before. And so it must be because it's foreign to them, it must not be applicable to you. Let me tell you something. You're going to be the first in your family. The first. They're not going to have been able to see where you're going. They, they One, they've never seen it been done before. So they do not think it's plausible for you. But you're going to be the first. You're going to be the first to do things in your family that have not even been fathomable by your family members. They've never seen it, not only in their direct family, like your cousins, your grandma, your grandparents, etc., but in generations prior, never been done before. You're going to begin a new wave. You're going to have new things. You're going to do new things. You're going to have new ventures that are going to be foreign to them and not only them, but your entire pool of family members. It's going to be fucking foreign. They're not going to be able to fathom it. They're not going to be able to explain it, but you're going to live it. You're going to be the first in your family to actually live it. You're going to be the first in your family to roll up in a Lamborghini. You're going to be the fucking first. Never been done before, you're going to be the first. You're going to be the first one to have financial freedom and financial wealth to the magnitude that you can distribute to them freely and it not affect you. And you can be the first one that's going to start charities and organizations that's going to benefit others in the process of your financial freedom and financial wealth that you've accrued based on what you've believed in yourself since 20 years ago that they said couldn't be done. You're going to be the first. You keep that in your conscience daily because it's only a matter of time before it manifests. Done. Done.